got the dummies, Ben and JJ, coming at you with wisdom from the Bible and beyond. This is Dummies with Wisdom. You bring the dummies, we'll bring the wisdom. You're listening to Dummies with Wisdom. <laughs> I don't know, I like it. Like it <laughs> For those of the listeners who uh, may not know just by listening to our charming voices, uh, JJ and I are both uh, full-blooded Kenyan. Uh, no, we're not. We are uh, about as white as... Well, you've got some native in you. You're a little darker. Uh, yeah, I get <laughs> That wasn't really worth mentioning, but the fact of the matter is... I am factually darker. (laughs) All that to say, uh, as a joke, that, you know, we're obviously both very white, um, and we picture Jesus growing up as a a white man, and I know that I've I've heard that people who, you know, do grow up in places like Kenya would picture Jesus as a black man, um, or if you're Hispanic, as a Hispanic man, or so on and so forth. The question we're going to answer today is, is it wrong if we picture Jesus as a white man? And we're just going to start off by saying Jesus was not white uh, by all uh, available information. He was like Middle Eastern-ish, uh, darker skinned, not black, um, clearly had a big luscious beard, as you can see from all the paintings. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he, he, was, he was not white. And so we're not, we're not talking about, is it, is it correct or incorrect to to picture him as a white man because he he was not a white man the question is is it right or, or wrong or irrelevant morally if we picture jesus as a white man right and especially like yeah like i think a lot of people from different cultures probably they just grow up knowing what's familiar to them so when they pictured you know if they're believers and they picture someone like jesus they're going to picture them more like their culture that they grew up in or like the people that they know or like them which I but don't I think, think is necessarily bad. It's not necessarily bad. You want to picture Jesus as like a personal, mm-hmm. like he's he's not out there. I mean, he's out there, but he's also personal. And so if yeah. growing up, that's what you picture. I think that you do want that aspect, not necessarily implemented in that way, but you mm-hmm. do want that aspect of he's like me or, you yeah. know. Yeah. And I think that's just natural. That's not even for this necessarily this topic. Or Jesus right. himself. I think that's just natural to like picture something that's familiar to you. Um, but I think especially when we're, we're we kind of like it's this idea of white Jesus that we're talking about. And I think especially since Catholicism came around and the European influence and everyone was basically white. Um, like there's the paintings of Jesus and the disciples and like there's that connotation as that just that momentum kept going through and as Christendom was very european and kind of spread throughout that sort of realm i think the idea and the theological implications of what does it really mean to like believe in a white jesus i think that's what's you know and like to believe not not, i guess to believe in a white jesus but also teach it in a very white cultural way i think that's what we're trying to talk about and kind of talk through and see is that specifically bad if it is which I'll just give it to you right now. I, I do think it's it's not great. If we're purposefully teaching that, I think that's different than being a six-year-old white person assuming that Jesus is white because I'm white or 
black because I'm black or whatever. Right. That's different than teaching American Jesus or German Jesus or. Which is what I think the implications go to if you don't correct that quickly. Not quickly, but like soon enough. Because growing up, like it wasn't just Jesus. I pictured pretty much everybody in scripture as white, as very Americanized, as very Westernized. And like if we're if we're talking about trying to grow as believers and trying to go down that sort of path, I've just seen a lot of people who have that sort of mindset. But there's so many stories in scripture, there's so many cultural and things that are culturally important that if you're thinking things through an American slash Western slash white framework, I think you I don't I'm not gonna throw out the word dangerous for it, but I think you lose a lot of just really important things if you're going to look at scripture like that and especially the words of Jesus like that. I think you got to go beyond that. Cause I don't, it's not just Jesus. It's the Bible itself. Um, Ravi Zacharias has a book that I've been, I mean, even after everything, I'm st- it's still worth reading his books for the information. At least um, he's got a book called uh, seeing Jesus from the East. I think it's called, which mm-hmm. I've been meaning to read and just haven't yet. The whole point of the of the book is that the Bible is an Eastern book. It's not a Western book. And so mm-hmm. when you read it with a Western perspective, you're going to either miss out on stuff or you're going to misinterpret or whatever. I, don't, I would be able to tell you about it more if I'd read the book. <laughs> but uh, Excitedly awaiting that. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, his whole point is that it's an Eastern book. And Jesus was Eastern and the disciples were Eastern and pretty much everybody was Eastern for the most mm-hmm. part. Yeah. Um, I don't know really when, when do we start considering stuff Western? So basically the start of like Greek influence is what they're saying. And like the, the philosophical beginning is basically what they're cr- claiming. Cause basically what happened was like you had Greek influence, Greek influence eventually turned into Greek, like Roman Greco stuff, Roman. Then you have all of Europe basically blowing up with, everything going on for centuries then the catholic church comes around and then that turns into europe's dominance with whatever empire was controlling then you know the u.s comes on the picture then you have the advancement going west so i think that's where western culture goes yeah but even okay so even even with that they were part you know the land of israel was part of the roman empire at the time of jesus but they Mm -hmm. weren't a western culture they were still a very jewish influenced eastern culture because of its jewish roots because they right refused to that's, that's bow to that's it but like there was still western influence right just and you like had, like and if you we had, go to afghanistan you know afghanistan is still very much a middle eastern eastern islamic country but it's basically got traces. just the taliban now <laughs> i mean iraq iraq is probably the better example it's like extreme western influence from the government all the way down but it is obviously still an Islamic what Middle Eastern country. Right. So it's, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So like the land of Israel in the time of Jesus, though it was under the Roman Empire and you had like the Hellenistic mm-hmm. Jews and everything, it still has deep Eastern roots. And so it's, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a Western influenced Eastern base. I thought you were saying Rome was Eastern. No, no, no. The land of Israel in yeah. the Roman Empire. Aside from, you know, Paul going all over the entire continent, pretty much the entire Bible is Eastern. And so it's, it, I think it's, it doesn't really have anything, necess- well, it does have something to do. It's not mainly, the question isn't mainly about what color was Jesus' skin. 
mm-hmm. was how do we paint him culturally? Yeah. Right. Because I mean, honestly, if if you if you have two versions of Jesus that are the exact same except for their skin color, doesn't one one might be right and one might be like factually right, factually wrong, but you're really not gonna lose or gain anything. If I picture Jesus as like a lighter skinned guy and turns out we were all wrong, he's really dark black. If I get to heaven and Jesus is not what I pictured him as, who cares? Right. I mean, I mean, it's probably not going to be correct anyway. <laughs> for yeah, else. yeah, exactly. It's because of the new NIV translation. That's what threw it all <laughs> off. <laughs> you really want to like be in the presence of Jesus and get a good image? The message. The message. The, the passion. <laughs> the passion translation. The message. They actually have go. pictures. <laughs> they actually have pictures. <laughs> they they don't Some, even bother with the text. They just do pictures. <laughs> heard there's a pop up version coming out soon. Oh, pop. <laughs> Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Good grief. Um, I, I don't think it's really, unless unless you have been immersed in multiple cultures, and you've you've definitely, I mean, not, not necessarily immersed, but at least gotten your feet wet. But right. when, unless, unless you have actually really been immersed in multiple cultures, I think it's really hard to picture, um, I think it's really hard to picture Jesus as something different from what you know. I mean, right. how, how like how are you going to do that? I mean, it's like saying, mm-hmm. think of a new color. Like it just, it, you can't. And I mean, yeah. you can understand some some big differences, um, mm-hmm. but I mean, the the extent to which most people can really picture the culture of the time is pretty limited, based on yeah. a number of things. One being just your own personal experience, but also, you know, the not lack, but not a huge understanding of the culture of that time mm-hmm. as compared to like you know 1940s germany like we know all about yeah. that stuff but even in that like i don't think some of us could even put our truly put ourselves into that situation and understand what people in that time went through and i think that's that's why for like in my personal opinion it's so important to at the very least like talk with people of other cultures to study on different cultures because you're going to see your faith in such a different way you're going to there's things in scripture and things that people will go through that will come to light so much better when you have that understanding instead of just looking at scripture from our American mindset where honestly most people I talk to and honestly this is me included growing up it's like you picture Jesus as you know almost maybe high tier culturally you know yeah. the, the higher points of society the like the greatest teacher like someone who's easy to follow someone who honestly like even growing up i didn't see jesus as any anything like um or even understand jesus being world changing i guess in a way or like that his the stuff that he said was like so radical especially for that time and age and that i mean that was clear into probably high school where i didn't even really understand that until honestly i started understanding other cultures and realizing how their their ethics their 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 culture in general just how they lived was so much different than our western value set that we just naturally have whenever the pharisees come after him and he like responds with like this like just absolutely just shuts them down Mm. i mean growing up i always picture that kind of like a like a james bond kind of thing where he walks in there like (laughs) yo what about this and he's just like truth bomb slowly walk away 
but like that's not or is it the uh give to caesars what caesars give to god what is god's that's yeah. always been a mic drop moment in my head yeah and i'm like but I, but what like what makes that a mic drop moment it's not the fact that they try to stump him and he just comes out with wisdom like the right the mic drop moment is like he is being radical and i i love that because i think we even in some ways see that culturally today within christianity with like maybe just change i I don't know i've seen it at least at a local level in the church like there seems to be change there there's like a desire for maybe growth whether it's you know a good application or poorly applied i've seen both of those but like there's there's a desire for change there's a desire to learn there's ways that a church could grow and then somehow it's stumped there's still people who hold on to the i don't want to say the old way of doing things because that that has a bad connotation to it but um like just a different way and i think that i see i see that in scripture a lot too of where jesus comes out and he's like hey you thought it was like this it's actually like this or you thought it was like this this is really how you're going to inherit the kingdom you know and right. how like mind blowing that is, and I think sometimes we take that Western mindset of like, okay, we have something that works, and you know, let's just kind of keep building upon that. Whereas you know, Jesus came to break down walls and you know, shatter people's brains and be like, "Yo, follow me," and this is what it looks like. So he and was James Bond. Kind of like, <laughs> I mean, I think he's James Bond. I think he's pretty cool, but. <laughs> It matters what you do with your image of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. It, he was a man. That's honestly really all you need to know about him. If you if you picture him as white, fine. If you picture him as black, fine. If he's tall, if he's short, he was a man. That's. You, it shouldn't really go beyond that. He was a man. He was nailed to the cross, and then bodily raised. Like that's. We we don't need to debate on what color his eyes were or was he muscular or not. It doesn't really matter. Um, I think I was just watching uh, Talladega Nights the other day, and you know in the movie uh, Will Ferrell starts praying for um, the food, and he starts off his prayer by saying "Baby Jesus." And mm-hmm. the, when you watch the movie, you're like, okay, well, that's just you know, it's like people who say "Daddy God," um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and then as 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 the prayer goes on, he keeps like forcing this idea of jesus being a baby at one time his wife is like he you know he grew up right like he was a man and he was like well i prefer the baby version when you when you say the prayer you can you can pray to 80 year old jesus for all i care and uh uh cal goes i like to picture jesus with like eagle's wings because that just says like i'm here to party and i like to party so i like my jesus to party and then Will Ferrell goes back to the prayer and says, "Like, dear little six pound or eight pound six ounce infant baby Jesus," <laughs> and that turns into a fight. But like, I think that's a that's a decent illustration of if you just it's it's a decent illustration. <laughs> it's decent <laughs> if you if you if from the, the progression from the progression of baby Jesus to eight pound six ounce infant baby Jesus in the same right. way if if you say. If you picture Jesus as white, hmm. whatever, move on. If you picture Jesus as white, uh, works on Wall Street, full-blown American, uh, wears a flag tank top on the 4th of July, so on and so <laughs> forth, then we've got a problem. Yeah, exactly. In in today's world of everything is racist or sexist or whatever, 
I don't think this is really a point to make unless we're teaching it that way. If, if we're teaching that Jesus is this Western American man, then there's a clear problem. But I don't think we need to go to these big lengths to try to correct people to say, Jesus wasn't this shade of white. He was this shade of Middle Eastern. No, I mean, no, no. How, how, like, how big, like, what difference does it really make? And if, right. quite frankly, we don't know. Mm-hmm. We, we think that's what he was. And I think that's where the, the argument slash like teaching gets lost a little bit because i think some people you know if they're gonna talk about that and recognize you know jesus is not being white i think that's where the misunderstanding is and people are like oh you know this is culturally who he was and this is how we should blah blah blah. it's like i don't think that's necessarily what it should be it's what what are the implications of culture in his time and how can we read scripture and understand jesus better because of that um like even growing up i pictured jesus honestly as like like the manger scene it's a beautiful night like everything's peaceful you know everything goes well you know like you know mary barely gave birth like it was just everything was crisp clear like there just happened to be like an oh oh there were no rooms but there's this great manger here and then like and all the all cows these are like and, sitting around them like like softly like right. they are in the uh nativity scene <laughs> yeah and then he like he like he grows up and like everyone's so captivated by this guy and then like he finds his disciples and the disciples are like oh cool like this is the guy we've been you know really hearing about and, like oh like this is who we need to be going after and like picturing people in my life who are like that then like you know he goes to Jerusalem and everyone's like oh this is the guy which I mean kind of happened like that was basically what Palm Sunday was but then like you know he goes to the cross and basically that's like the hardest moment you know yeah but then i look at scripture and you look at everything going on and it was like really it was a risk every day even the manger scene like that's not where you want to be when you're about to have a baby and like for the king of the world to be born into that like that like i don't think our minds can comprehend how like humbling that is for the savior of the world to be born in such a way and then to go out through his whole life just to be born like and then, let alone like, like the whole manger aspect like he was born in the same dirty disgusting way that everybody is and right. you throw it in a barn on top of it and then to know like how he lived his life and where it ended up like that doesn't happen overnight where it's like you just have this switch of i'm put we're putting him to death like this was a like his whole life was a risk that's how people have always seen jesus though as it like it wasn't a risk and all of a sudden he just like happened to go to the cross and die like his whole family was put at risk like the entire birth like the whole process of him being birth was risky like everything about his life was not crystal clear he was living by faith right. every single day he was living on the word of god every single day and then even just growing up um i mean i don't know how many times i read isaiah 53 but i'll just read it just for the beginning part of it um who has believed what he has heard from us and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed for he grew up before him like a young plant and like the root of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by man and man of sorrows acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed the nine. I mean, it goes on and on. But like even just that short paragraph, like describing who this guy is, that is not the Jesus that I was taught. That was not the Jesus. Yeah. That is not a person who you expect to follow. That's not the 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 leader on a white horse that when I grew up in Sunday school that I was going to go out, that I was taught to follow after. Now he is. He absolutely is coming back in all of his glory and everything. But like 
when you look at scripture, when you hear about the story and then the life, and I think there's implications because of the way he lived his life and how we should live our lives. This was a man that was not easy to follow. Yeah. But there's so much beauty when you actually understand who this Jesus is when we can get out of this cultural mindset, I guess. is like my main overall point. Yeah, that's, I think that's the key point is our cultural mindset because every, everything you said was valid, but the two things that, that kind of alter that a little bit is the fact that we do live on the other side of it. We don't, we, didn't, we don't live prior to Christ. We don't live in the time of Christ. We live in between the first and second comings. So we know what all happened in the, in the, whatever, what all happened during his incarnation and time on earth. And now we're looking forward to the second coming rather than looking forward to the first. We're not in that time era of, do we believe that this is the Christ or not? We're, we're in this, we're in this era of Jesus was the Christ, whether you believe it or not. And we we see him for this like victorious king, which, I mean, which he is, but mm-hmm. they didn't have that image then. But we also we also live in a country. It is it's getting harder to be a real believer in this country, but it's still very easy as compared to. I mean, Jesus went to the cross for crying out loud. So we we also throw that on top of it too. Of it's just a matter of do you believe or not, and. Yes, salvation is by faith alone, by grace alone, but faith is not just belief. And in America, it's easy to at times make it only that because we don't have the persecution and everything that a lot of the world does or did or will have. And so when we put those two together, we turn Jesus into this James Bond where he's yeah. he's likable, he's well why wouldn't you be on his side and he's victorious and all it is is a do you believe in it yes or no and you move on. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of we're it's not necessarily are we picturing Jesus in our in our culture as much as we're propelling our culture onto the Bible. Right. Which we're we're talking about Western culture earlier and that's all we have done for centuries is just imply yeah. our philosophical and you know our way of thought onto anywhere we want to go really (laughs) like anywhere we want to have influence are you picturing jesus as something or are you making him into it is the Mm. question and that's where the difference is if you ask a eight-year-old what color was jesus's skin who cares if they say black if they say white if they say green it's not worth correcting them. Maybe if they say green, that might be a whole different discussion I mean, that needs to be if had. It's the only, it was the only <laughs> crayon on the desk, you know, whatever. Let them, let them color them. Oh, but if you're eight, you should know that nobody has green skin unless they're sick. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus is not eternally sick, so. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> eternally sick. But it, but it, it, it makes a difference as, as where where is the image coming from? Is it... Tell me what you think of when you see Jesus and somebody says that he, he just appears white. He's this nice guy, this and that, wears a robe. I don't know. That's not really a problem. If if we're pushing, if, if the image is coming from us and putting it on the character of the, like the Bible character of Jesus and turning in mm-hmm. turning him into this patriotic American or right. any other country or anything for that matter. You know, maybe a Canadian fisherman. I don't know. They, yeah. 
that's that that's that's where it's wrong is when you're pushing that image on rather than letting the image come from who jesus was and then kind of mixing that with your experience with who you are and your level of understanding right and like that's that's the key part the level of understanding like you you have to have some sort of image of whoever but in this case jesus but it's about like how are we going to grow into a better understanding of who Jesus is? I think that's where, when we start asking yeah. this question, that's like the really, really, really important part. That's like almost the core of almost everything we're going to talk about within like a Christian sphere. And, and it, really in a life sphere is like, who is Jesus? Like that's the yeah. whole point of being a disciple of his. That was the whole point of the disciples being disciples. Like they were learning who God was, who Jesus was, and growing in their understanding that's that's the thing that always blows my mind it's like you know we had the benefit of reading you know the gospels and seeing all the ways the disciples screwed up and like do all these things but i'm like i'm like feel blessed because it's like wow i learned from like their mistakes but then as a disciple of jesus i don't know how many times like man what if they wrote down everything i did every day but then that again that's increasing my knowledge of jesus and increasing my like maturation process as i begin to go get closer to him i guess and a sense me to him not necessarily him to me but like as i grow co- closer right, in relationship right. to him and understanding and hopefully you know by the time you know i'm taking off this earth who knows i may we may be close we may not be close to like a good image but at least we'll be i feel like he's given us the the tools we need to know what we need to know before we're eventually with them forever right right we should care more about teaching people about jesus the christ than Jesus the man. Hmm. Jesus the Christ was a man, but if we're too right. focused on Jesus as the man and don't put enough into him being the Christ, him being the Messiah, then we're missing the point entirely. And that's yeah. Hap- I mean, that's part of the New Testament right there is that a lot of people were missing the point entirely because they saw yeah. him as the man instead of the Messiah. I mean, that's right. what Paul's whole point was, was to go to the Jews and convince them that Jesus yeah. the man was Jesus the Christ. That's why Palm Sunday was such a huge misunderstanding because they were ready for their man the you know guy on the, the james horse, bond the j they were waiting for their <laughs> james bond and they got the christ who they completely missed you know right so to really sum it all up jesus is basically james bond nice yep and i think we'll just leave it there today <laughs> <laughs> no but we uh, thanks for y'all for listening uh again uh, just to throw another plug out there we do want to hear your thoughts your comments feel free to send us critiques and everything uh we we want to hear what you guys think uh, and uh again send us send us your questions send us uh topics you want us to talk about or send us ones you don't want us to talk about too i don't care we'll do it anyway <laughs> <laughs> that's fair see ya Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this podcast of Dummies with Wisdom. To give us comments, ask questions, or submit pictures of other dummies you find in the wild, email us at dummieswithwisdom at outlook.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dummieswithwisdom. 